Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. One is a seasoned sports talk legend. The other is John Granado. It's Del Olalea and John Granado, live, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. All right, 905 on ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. We talk about the offense of the Texans, and we'll get to the next segment. We'll talk Astros again. We've been, uh, we've been talking a lot of Astros, a lot of, a, lot of, a lot of Texans. Talking about the defense, I thought Blake Cash. Listen, the linebackers played poorly really poorly the week before. Blake Cashman was really good. Had the pick. Did you see in the first series, I was going to tweet this because I, I was. I went, what, is, what the hell is going on? You have got Calvin Ridley being guarded down the sideline by Blake Cashman. Who designed that defense? Yeah, not a great matchup. No! Thankfully, and Blake he dropped. Cashman, well, he was right there. He was running with him. But he was running with him, but it was... That's a touchdown if yeah. Calvin really catches the football. He, if he catches it, you they score on you. That is a perfect – like Tom Brady used to m- manipulate the defenses. How many times did when, when they were playing Brady did they have an inside linebacker out on the outside? I mean, it was just so – I mean, it wasn't exactly chess. They just split out Shane Vereen and you ran a, a middle yeah. linebacker out there who can't run. It wasn't exactly mind-blowing. It's, hey – Hey, slow guy, go cover our our running back in space. I just, it was ridiculous, though. I mean, that's the dumbest stuff ever. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh, we're back to linebackers cover. How in the world does Blake Cashman get on Calvin Ridley? I don't know. That's a mistake. And yet, Cashman was there. He missed the pass. He did a nice job. But actually... The linebackers played much at linebackers, in, in, in especially Blake Cashman. Henry Totoa played, right? They did. They played a lot better. Now, everybody played pretty pretty damn well. But he that was very interesting to see. Jimmy Ward got a lot of credit. Jimmy Ward got a lot of credit for coming in there and uh, changing stuff because Jimmy Ward had better communication, right? Jimmy Ward met the media yesterday and number 12 and explained his and explained his role in helping with the communication of the defense. Uh, really, I just try to help as uh, much as possible, uh, try to be that extra communication, try to echo the calls. I feel like Henry did a great job out there. Uh, and just, you know, me being out there, just telling everybody, man, we got to communicate. You know, this is, this is just like the classroom, you know. And if you wouldn't be in the NFL if you didn't make an A-plus. And, you know, one thing about this test on Sunday, Mondays or Thursdays, it's, it's open uh, notebook. It's open book test. So everybody can everybody can help each other. You know, we can all talk out there. You know, if you see something, talk about it. Uh, it's good to have Jimmy back. It's going to be good to have Jalen back. Uh, Stingley is still three weeks out. Uh, Tavir Thomas is injured. When Griffin went down in that game, it was like, holy crap. Now you're to your – well, Steven Nelson is your second corner, but you're down to your fifth now after, you know, Tavir Thomas, Stingley, and Griffin all hurt. So that's going to be a real problem. But Griffin came back and did a nice job. Defense played better. Yeah, I defense think the, played well. The most comforting part about beyond the CJ Shroud thing being being apparent an apparent 
dude at quarterback is a confidence in your 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 schematics and your schemers and your and your play callers. I guess maybe the schemers and play callers are the same people that uh, you believe in D'Amico as the defensive coach, and so far so good for Bobby Sloat. So that's a comforting thing. I don't know how, when's the last time we actually believe in the coordinators and the record plus mm-hmm. the, t- the talent plus plus the record would probably probably reflect a lack of belief or or cause a lack of belief because I didn't go into Sundays watching the Texans and thinking, oh, we're going to have, if we don't have the advantage, but with our coordinators, at least we're not at a deficit. And I think that's changed as well. Um, maybe it's simply anyone who, anything that Kyle Shanahan poops out is going to be great. That seems to be the case so far, as far as his tree so far. Um, the Belichick tree doesn't have the same longevity, or at least doesn't have the same success rate as we've seen around the league. Kyle Shanahan guys get the job done, and we got a couple guys here. Um, and I and I like what I've seen so far. Two out of three game plans, really good. The Anthony Richardson thing was a little surprising, and then Gar- Gardner Minshew took over and had a good day. But Gardner Minshew had another good day. He Gardner, was all right Gardner, in Baltimore. He was all right. I he, mean, he, he had another good. He won. He won in yeah, Baltimore. He won because of yeah, which, but he wasn't great. But that's a different story. Um, overall, I gotta respect the guys making making the decisions and just think particularly defensively when all those guys come back. I talked about it either last week or early this or yesterday, probably Friday, that um this isn't the the roster that was built. Just we the Ravens have a lot of injuries and that contributed to the loss. Have so many guys out. The Texans are maybe not as bad as the Ravens, but you look at you mentioned Petrie and Stingley and you got Jimmy Ward back, Denzel Perriman didn't play Henry. That's why Henry Toto got a big, had a bigger run in the game. We know about the offensive line. Think of this: what this what this team might look like when this roster gets to relative health, and then you start to combine it with CJ playing well, the wide receivers playing well, and 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 Sloak and D'Amico. I mean, Jeremy Branham tweeted out, "Can this something along the lines of can this team win the division?" Mm. I slow down. They gotta, I don't. They got to win. There's a lot of a lot of a lot down. of season left. I think it was more about the lack of strength in the division because the Texans find their way to eight or nine wins and win the division. I mean, the Jags should be better. The Texans just have a hocus pocus thing on them. I would say the, if this year is about development. Uh, let's not let's not rush things. <laughs> well, they went from zero and two to the number one pick, had giving it up to the Cardinals. Into one win later, we're going to say they could win no division. I got to just let's let's let the season play out. We got to we got to we got fourteen games left. Let's see everybody develop. Let's let's slow down on. Oh, but now now we're projecting division wins. Slow. I mean, it's I know it's sports talk, but that's well. He said it on it's a little bit. Um, how about this? The three players with the most pass rush wins in two thousand twenty three: Michael Parsons, twenty three. Javon Hargrave, 16. Will Anderson Jr., 16. Pass, pass rush wins. And this statistic, average distance from the quarterback at the time the ball was thrown. Will Anderson, 3.54 yards. Jonathan Grenard, 4.04. Jerry Hughes, 4.06. And Kurt Heinisch, 4.75. The average of the league is 4.56. So Will Anderson is, th- is over a yard better than the average in the league from the quarterback as the ball is thrown. Three yards from a quarterback is usually you're about to hit him as you are moving towards him. D'Amico talked about Will Anderson. I mean, we keep on talking about C.J., C.J., Tank, C.J. 
they're the guys with the ball. They're the guys that are making plays. They're the guys that are fantasy football and all of that stuff. But Will Anderson's playing pretty well. What Will does on the field is is why we drafted him. Right? He's he's a consistent player. He plays with an edge, a relentless mindset every single day, whether it's practice, whether it's a game, and that's why it's important to add him right to what we're trying to build here. And he represents everything that I believe in and how you play football. He plays the game the right way. He plays it with an edge, with intensity, right? and it means a lot to him. That's why he's one of our leaders because he's, he proves it just by how he works every single day. And for, for us to take the next step right, as an organization, as a football team, I want 53 guys who play like Will Anderson. I want fifty three guys to play like well, he does. He plays well. He he's got some moves. He's he. he you, you know what? He ain't this ain't Jadavian. When we come back, we got to talk about this for a second. Um, but you know, they were running at Will Anderson, and Will Anderson takes care of business. The Cardinals were running at Micah, and to the tune of two twenty two. We'll talk about it on the other side, right here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. ESPN 97. Back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the New Trench. Get in the New Trench. John Granado and Del Olalea. Hi, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I saw a video this morning about, uh, oh, who was it? It was Manuel Acho. How you you attack Michael Parsons and you attack this Cowboys defense? The Cardinals attacked it by running directly at Michael Parsons. One of the things JJ it's JJ Watt week, so we can't say anything negative about JJ. But one of the things uh, about JJ was that sometimes he was um, Rambo. He was out there on his own. He was going after the quarterback. Sometimes leaving some. Nothing lane. is over. That guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> he was out there on his own, um, you know, trying to end the war by himself. Um, going after Nicole's the Coolest baby killers. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Okay. Any more? Do you have any more? <laughs> I'm trying to think from that particular scene. I, that's the only part of Rambo I know. That last scene. vile, ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy. Anyway, um, so Michael Parsons will open up some running lanes. It's tough to run away from Michael Parsons because he'll catch you or he'll go down the line of scrimmage and he will, you know, he will break it up in the backfield. Whatever the case may be, it's easier to run right at Michael Parsons than it is away from him. And that the Cardinals found that. And so maybe that is going to be something that the Texans are going to have to deal or the Texans, the Cowboys are going to have to deal with all year. But after the game, uh, Michael Parsons said he was disgusted with the fact that the Cowboys played down to their competition. This is a team that just slapped you. They just slapped you. Now, I know it went into the season that the Cardinals were the worst team in football. They haven't played like it at all. Not at all. Somebody needs to tell them and Jonathan Gannon that, you know, they're they're supposed to be losing these games. I saw Kyler Murray. Did he have his bra on on the sideline? I don't know. But he, he usually wears a bra. But I don't know if he had it on on the sideline. I don't know if they call that a bra. It's not. It's a no. It's sports it's, bra. No, I think it's. I forgot what they're called. 
What's sports the, bro the gauntlet it's checking vitals and speed it's not a bra i don't think they call it that oh it looks like a bra but um okay, okay. but yeah and you know in welcome to Wrexham, the guys wear those too yeah it's like a lot of, i think it started particularly with soccer soccer players have done it and wear it under their uniforms well I, female they, soccer players no men because they're not sports bras. I'm sure w- f- women soccer players do too for the same reasons, but it's not to secure a certain area. It's supposed to. It's a fitness performance thing, not a bra. Is it? Anyway, um, yes, actually, it is. How are you though? <laughs> so, so anyway, Kyler was on the sideline going, "Yeah, let's go, let's go. Maybe we won't draft a quarterback after all. Maybe Josh Dobbs will just win the job. How about that?" Because he's playing great. But they went right after Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons, after the game, says, uh, you know, we can't be playing down to our competition. We need to play better. Here is Rex Ryan yesterday talking about that statement by Michael Parsons. That's total BS, man. I mean, you just got pummeled by that team. I mean, they whipped your tail in all over the field right Mm -hmm. there. And you're going to show lack of respect? Well, guess what's going to happen again? You're going to get your ass kicked again by them if you play them again. Because they're going to be like, oh, really? Oh, well, you thought that was bad? Wait till this ass whipping. And to me, that was total disrespect. How, how you do that to a, a team in the NFL? Just admit, they out physical you. They were the better team that day. And move on. I, I don't know, Micah Parsons, I love you as a player, but that was, that was a punk move. Well, that- you don't call another man a punk. Well, he said it's a punk move. He didn't call him a punk. See, he he led with he led he led with grace and then insulted him. Michael Parsons, I love you as a player, but that was a punk move. When what was the the Ned Stark line? Everything before Bud is BS mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, from Game of Thrones. And you know, Rex told everyone how he really felt after he said Bud. The whole the whole your I love you as a player thing was to soften what I really feel about you. And he thinks you made a punk move. It's called the catapult, by the way. That's what Kyler Murray was wearing. Yeah. It, it, it's a GPS tracker, not a sports bra, even though it looks that like that. Hmm. They could make it a little different, I'm sure. Like, like a full-on like shirt? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like a what, dickie. What, you used to wear a dickie? What if, Remember what if, when it, you were a kid, you had a dickie on? Before my time. It was be- well. But and, I know what you're and, saying. Yeah. And instead, it looks like a bra. Would, would you rather have it be a tube top with strap, without the straps and just have a tube top instead? Uh, what's a tube top? A tube top. It's oh, without no, the straps. No, no not that. How about a Dago T? Let's You're, make you it can, a full. You can say that, but I think it, that would hurt performance. That's why they wear it that way. Yeah, I just ain't putting a bra on. I'm it's, sorry. Well, I'm just, ca- the catapult. They, it's right. branded as catapult. And it tracks your, you don't have to put on a catapult. They don't need that for golf. Yeah. They don't need a GPS tracker for golf. Um, What if John Daly put one on? Oh, God, that's something I don't want to ever see. <laughs> ever see. By the way, wait a minute. How are you guys, how are you guys uh, celebrating Ryder Cup week? A celebrating Ryder Cup yeah. week? BMAC, you I are found you doing out anything? it was Ryder Cup week just now, about five seconds <laughs> you, ago. <laughs> 
So how another you, one. That so how are you, now that you know, how are you celebrating? I'm clearly going to go out, out and drink a, a case of Coors Light to celebrate. After well, the show. I mean, where are you watching? Is it in the U.S. Are you this having year? a party? Are yeah, you having a I mean, we go, everyone's going out the next place, right, to watch the Ryder Cup. Is that what the show? Are you having a Ryder Cup party? Are you having? Uh, yes. Are they pl- the next? They're place? playing it on American soil this year. No, no, it's in Italy. Oh, aren't aren't you making the trip? I am not making the trip. No. Are they gonna? Are the caddies doing this the entire time with their hands? No, to the people. Yeah. Hey, hey shut up, you mouth. Shut, shut up, I'm your trying mouth. to make a pot. Mm. Hey, shut up, you mouth. Are there any Italians on the team? On the European team? No. Hmm. Lack of representation. Yeah. So okay. They didn't. What? They didn't find an Italian who's okay uh, at golf just for this scenario. No. So you can get the home crowd involved. No. Have they ever had it, it in Italy before? I thought that was always a Scotland-England thing. Molinari just isn't playing well enough. He's the only one. Has it ever been in Italy? I thought it's always been a Scotland, Ireland, England thing. Where they uh, had. No, they had it in Spain Okay, before. Was Ola Favel on the team? Yeah, they've time? had it in France. Yeah. France? Who are the f- French golfers? Oh, well, the most famous French golfer ever blew a huge lead. Well, of uh, course go- he did. Yeah, going into the... To I the- think I, re- I remember the event or the that incident. Oh, no, that was the... That was the British Open. It was a French golfer. Yeah, would I don't the, remember his the name. French golfers be the most likely to wear the Kyler Murray sports bra? You're leaning into something John loves right now. I'm trying to. Probably. <laughs> I think French. Yeah. John Va- Vandeveld. That's yeah. the guy's name. Yeah. Who, who lost the British Open? British lost the British Open in the, the dumbest, the dumbest, the dumbest hole ever played. Actually, the dumbest hole ever played. Yeah, that was a British Open. It wasn't in France, but they have played. I'm pretty sure they played the Ryder Cup in France. Too. So, what, what are you doing? You're asking him all the questions. What are you doing for the oh, Ryder Cup? Oh, it's a party. Every day at my house, you guys are invited. That this seems, is your invitation like a to terrible the terrible party. party. Yeah, we're going to watch. Sorry. And it's going to be in the morning because it's in, yeah, it's in uh So, right Italy. after the show? Oh, it's going to be on the television here on Thursday and Friday? On Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. That's Sorry, right. I'm going to make sure you can't figure out YouTube TV on Friday. And we're going to have a Scott Sajanak. Who is um, a caddy um, for um, Snet- Brent Seneca? He's going to be with us on Friday at nine thirty. Good to talk about it. Chick Fil A is open. I'm going to go get a breakfast sandwich at that time. No, we got news Spice- of weird after that. Uh, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll leave at nine fifteen. Miss the segment. I just want to know what you two are doing for Nothing. Ryder Cup week. N- I don't call it Ryder Cup week. I do. I I attribute people who who do that just like the people who say they have a birthday week. You're the worst people. Well, you have a birthday. Who are you day. betting on? Who are you betting on? I don't bet. Well, if who, you did bet, who would you bet on? If you, I think I might take the European team. Oh, if I, I like bet. money, yeah. traitor. <laughs> if I like money, yeah, I know. But I, I'm rooting for us. Nah, we're gonna nah, we're gonna put. But up I, a, if I have money on it, I probably wouldn't tra- be rooting what too do we, hard. What do you what do you do to a person who, who's a traitor to their country? Don't you put a blindfold on them and shoot them? Uh, yeah, but I'm not I'm not a traitor. It's not I'm, very man of the people move to root for the Europeans. The I'm Europe. not rooting for the Europeans. I'm not even betting on it because I can't bet on it. I wouldn't bet against my team. So I'm gonna be rooting on our team. I just don't really like them in this situation. If mm. you want to know the truth, uh, but you can bet on it at my bookie, mybookie.ag. They have a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quickly. Use promo code BET975 on a deposit of $50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly to your MyBookie account. And then you only have to play it once. A lot of times with these cash bonuses, you have to play it multiple times, and it works through the system and everything else. And then you, and I've done it before, and it's it you know it's it's very, very, very doable. But this is so much easier. You have to play it once, and then you can take the money up. And then they've also got the... 
Cash out early system. You hit the first two legs of your parlay, cash out early, and place another bet. Or let it ride at the chance for the chance at a bigger payday. What I need you to do is go to mybookie.ag, put in promo code BET975, and you can bet on NFL, you can bet on Ryder Cup, you can bet on college football, basketball that's coming up. you got baseball playoffs. you got everything that you want to bet on, and you got one place to do it. Mybookie.ag, promo code BET975. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. I'd be most worried about seeing my seminal vesicles. I like the Florida State. Did you guys know that Lance's wife is running in a marathon in Berlin? Yeah. I also thought she did that like a year ago. Well, covering his show duties are John Granado and Del Olarella. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Welcome back here on ESPN. You got a guy who's going nuts. I mean, I don't know who he is, but he got all these. He just believes that the Texans, if they had the number one overall pick, that they were going to take CJ Stroud. Based on what? He has this. He has a lot of reasons. Is he tweeting? Jesus at you? is one of them. Well, CJ loves Jesus, and we know CJ loves, loves Jesus, Jesus, and the Texans love Jesus, and you should everybody should love Jesus. Um, well, I mean, not everyone. Yeah, well, is every, no, everyone, everyone should. Okay, we just celebrated Yom Kippur, and you're, this is what you're throwing out. The there? proof I have is history. D'Amico played major, uh, maybe not middle that. linebacker, and his job was to kill everybody. This is one of the most physical spots on the planet. It's his first head coaching job, and he's defensive lineman. His job is knock the quarterback out of the game. He's going to have a Q, a puny QB. This is his. Is he tweeting at you directly? He's doing it with exclamation points. Okay, and some capital letters. Nick Casario has been in football for over twenty years. Never been a part of an organization who drafted or acquired a QB under six two. Okay, he well, had, Tom had Tom Brady, Brady for years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay. Oh, I mean, goodness. They were going to draft Bryce Young. By the way, they were going to draft. They were going to draft Bryce that, Young. Not that Brevin so, Jordan knew the decision, but we heard Brevin Jordan Brevin yesterday Jordan say said it was the greatest thing ever. Beating the Colts. And even if not, it took the decision out of their hands. Definitely. That took the decision out of their hands. So, I mean, I know you believe that, but they were going to draft. You can believe it. So uh, the Astros won last night. It was the biggest win of the year, Dell. I actually agree with you. Okay, so finally, because so lose- could there be a big win? Yes, every win. Yeah, but going later I'm not is agree- agreeing with every time. Would you say tonight's that. be the biggest win of the year? No. Yeah, last night. Last was. night was the biggest win. Yeah, you lose that game. Now that one, I agree with you. That one was the biggest win. Yeah. This one now, though, if you lose. Now, all of a sudden, it gets a little bit scary. It, it does change the math because then Seattle con- controls their destiny because they have a half. They have a half. Not they don't have a half game to play, but they have a game at hand. Right. So if they win more games or win the same amount of games the rest of the way as you, you don't make the playoffs. Right. That's how it works. If exactly. they win tonight, yes. Going forward, they control their destiny if they win tonight. Right. Um, big ups to Dusty. Played Dubon, and Dubon came up with what I thought was the biggest hit of the game. Played Maldonado. Maldonado came was right after him with that huge double that scored another run. Maldonado scored on the Altuve single. 
Um, you know, Justin Verlander looked great. And if he loves to throw to Maldonado, that's great. If, if you know, Dubon is the best center fielder, okay. Whatevs, I don't care. They won the game. And it was a a wonderful effort at coming. Listen, they were reeling. And for them to step up on the road and do what they did in a must-win situation. Must-win situation. Um, so, so it, it was awesome, awesome, awesome. And, and it's going to be hopefully awesome again tonight as Christian Javier is on the mound against, uh, not George Kirby. What's his name? Something Kirby. I thought it was George. Is George Kirby? Kirby? Is it, yeah. Is, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, uh, the, the, the Astros are in a nice, nice situation now. Game and a half lead. Still two and a half behind the Rangers as the Rangers won last night. Justin Verlander after the game. It's so hard to understand him, so we're not we're not going to go through that. Uh, he did talk about though. Hey, getting a big early lead was great. It changed the game. Uh, 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 Jordan homered on a. Did you see that pitch he homered on? Yes, I mean, he golfed that thing yeah, out of there. Kyle Tucker homered as well. Um, they he gave him the big lead. Justin Verlander got out of it in the third inning. They had the bases loaded and one out with Julio Rodriguez at the plate. He's like he, he's like Deathbringer for the Astros and and Justin Verlander. He talks about not pitching for double plays because that's not the pitcher he is, but he did get the double play to avoid what could have led to a a big inning and maybe a change in momentum. I think was it Crawford for the Mariners talked about what that what a hit there might have done to change the, the complexion of the of this of the game. Um, thankfully, we didn't have to find out. The the Astros look like the Astros that we know and love. A five one victory. Stomped out the Mariners early, got great starting pitching, and um, and it was uh, it was a nice easy night, honestly. Yeah, uh, very very relaxing to go, go watch Justin Verlander mow those guys down. So, I've got I've, I've got a little insight. So Maldonado was told on Friday night that he would not play Saturday and he would not play Sunday. But and Yiner caught both of those games, but he was told he would start in all three of these games. So if you're expecting Yiner to catch tonight, he won't. If you're expecting, there's a possibility with Javier on the mound that he could put. Although it's a big outfield, I'm not sure that he will do that. What was the reasoning? I know why he's why he's catching Verlander. What's the reason why Maldonado is locked in the play? Then the next two nights too, or tonight and tomorrow night. Why did he go, you're playing all three nights of catcher? An undying love for Maldonado? <laughs> so not logical, not baseball-related. Simply, I love this man. It's a big series. I'm going to trust him. Is that what this is? I, w- listen, it might not just be all dusty. We have no idea if Javier likes to throw to Maldonado more. Okay. And he feels more comfortable. So w- what did Javier look? Did Javier throw to Maldonado in his last start, which when he looked pretty good? So maybe if it's that, then maybe he's ta- maybe that is playing a part in that. I don't know if that's the case. I'm going to look it up here. Um, but other than coin boy stuff, I'm not sure what the explanation is for the this. coin has spoken. The coin has spoken to guarantee. Mal- now Maldonado came through, but this but last night was a start we expected. Why are we guaranteeing him all three games of the series at catcher? Diaz caught him, so there they can't even lean into that. So what's right. the rate? What's the reasoning? Yeah, he, he caught him in the 2-1 win over Baltimore. 
So we're just flipping a coin here. I don't know what the that reason. gut coin has spoken. It's a big series, and I want my 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 quote unquote best out there. And one of my best is Maldonado. Okay, I mean, I, we talked about this in the first hour. At some point, we got to stop doing this because trying to decipher the reasoning behind things. He did throw better to Javier, but Maldonado was told he was playing all three. He's starting all three of these games for whatever reason, and it can piss you off. But you just, know what? At this point, just just roll with it. Yep. There's no and hopefully and hope it works out. Yeah. That's all you can do now. Maybe he changes his mind. Maybe 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 uh Yeah, we'll see when the lineup comes out. But Diaz catches tonight, maybe but catches. We'll that see. it is an interesting reasoning. To five games ahead of time? Is that what you No, he told him on Friday night that he wasn't playing the last two in in the Royal Series, but he's gonna play the la- the next three. To make that decision Days before, not knowing the results of the games is interesting, I'll say. Mm-hmm. I can't explain it, though. Can't. Can't. Exp- I, it's inexplicable. But it worked last night. So give Dusty the credit that he deserves. Credit. That was going to happen no matter what, though. Verlander was going to throw to Maldonado, and Dubon was going to play. What is going on tomorrow? No, do not, Dubon doesn't necessarily have to play. But does he normally he does. He's his personal center fielder, which, but he wasn't in last year's postseason because he went with better players. Yes, Dubon didn't see. Well, the Dubon field. has been a better player last year with more opportunities, partly because Altuve was out for so long. So yeah. Dubon has proven he can be dependent he on as opposed been, to yes. last year. Yes, yes. So I so far, that is true. So who knows what would have happened? Who knows what happens this postseason if we get there? Dubon's probably going to be in center field because he's shown he can he can make things happen. Yeah. Unlike last year, but look. It's another added mystery to the Dusty thing, and I can't – Dubon – I'm not giving him credit for Dubon and Maldonado because that was going to happen no matter – that wasn't even a decision. Those two are going to play right. when Verlander's out there. I will give him credit if it works out, if if what you're saying is true and Maldonado is going to catch tonight and tomorrow, and it means Yiner isn't playing because of the outfield and trying to get Jordan or however it works out. If Maldonado hits well, great. If Javier pitches well to Maldonado, all credit to Dusty. Well, here's the monkey wrench in the whole thing is Brantley was available to play he last was. night. Did not play. Whether or not he was just going to pinch hit or whatever, that he can't play the field, I don't know. But if you're going to go into these important games and Brantley's going to be sitting because Dubon has to play center and you have to have Chaz's bat in the lineup too, or Chaz is going to be sitting because Brantley is playing and Dubon is on the field as opposed to Chaz, that's a problem. It's a real problem. I know Dubon is coming up with some hits, but you tell me who you want at the plate. But, uh, Ch- if Chaz and Yiner are both sitting in in critical games, that is a problem. Uh, so we'll see how this all works out. And this is one of the reasons that it's really been frustrating with Dusty this season. All right, 943 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. News of the Weird coming your way next right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Time now for news of the weird with John and Lance. Weird. 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 John and Lance weird. News of the weird. News. News. Are you going to get the new iPhone? The 15? Are you, are you I is just it got worth a new going phone. into debt for? No, I just got a new phone. I'm good. You're not going to get the iPhone 15? No. You're are you? No, I'm a man of the people. No, you're not. Yeah. You you yeah. avoided a conversation that was illustrated no, just how much you are a man of the people. There was a pause there before he said no. no. I'm not getting it. I just actually I just got a new phone too. Yeah, I'm not getting a new phone. I think this is the 12. 
Oh, oh, he keeps, he's pretending he's one of the poorest by getting the 12. I am. And I just got it, too. And I was like, no, I'm not paying all that for a, a new iPhone. I think mine Jerks. is a 14, I think. Uh, nearly three in four people think that the new iPhone is overrated. Well, I mean, at some point, new features. How many new features can you add? I mean, at some point, it's, unless you're yeah, going right. to, unless I'm going to be able to no. touch my ear no, and so, answer phone calls, I so, don't know how many features you can add. So my phone broke when I was in Colorado. Yeah. And, you know, and they would think I was like, well, look, this dude could do this. And this. I said, I just want to get on the Internet and I want to watch some stuff. Text, watch some That's videos. It. I'm good. That's it. I mean, um, you don't even care about the music aspect of it. More than a third of Americans think their phone is their most important belonging. Is your phone your most important belonging? It's interesting. Would I take it over a, my car? Ooh. Because we live in a city where a you car is Uber. essential. Well, from I'm not Ubering from League City here. Right. Yeah, you probably have to have. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I could in, probably I get away with. I'm not Ubering from Kingwood. Yeah, I could probably get. I live down the street here, so I could probably get away with. I could ride my bike here. Yeah, I could. Who I could to, get away with that? more without uh, my car than someone. I could someone who phone. worked here used to do that. Well, Paul did that for a little while. Bef- way before Paul, didn't someone used to do that? Ride their bike here. Was it? Oh no, that's Seth Payne. <laughs> Seth Payne <laughs> rode his yeah, bike to six ten. Yeah, that was Seth Payne. Um. I think my phone is up there, but I can get text. On, I don't like phone calls. I can get text on my laptop with the iMessage thing. And if you don't have an iMessage, then I don't want to talk to you anyway. Well, I mean, if you you can't keep your laptop. You got to get one possession. That's but, it. No, they say your phone is your most important possession. What I'm saying right. is, my phone gets downgraded a little bit because I can do a lot of stuff I do on my phone and on my laptop. Oh. So I would. I say my car is probably my most important possession. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's one in three. Right? One in three Americans. Um, a new study says the blue light from smartphones and tablets are triggering puberty early. Whoa. Do you wish that you had a smartphone when you were young so wait, you could have? You look minute. like you hit puberty. Uh, you're very hairy, B Mac. <laughs> like wait a you minute. Hit puberty That's just a beard. That's just a beard. Yeah. He just drew a beard. I mean, okay. I'm going to be a little personal. Do you have hair on your back? No. See no, there, no, it is. I don't believe you. <laughs> oh, you, you want to show you after the show? You want him to put on a gauntlet and let him or a catapult and see? What is it? One of the bras? I do not want to see B Mac in a bra. So wait a minute. How did? How does it turn? Do is the light? Do you just sh- like no, guide you on don't. your body or how does it work? Just, it's going. Yeah, the light. Do you have to sh- hold it early, parts of your body? Too much screen time. Oh, okay. is leading to. The onset of early from, puberty. Like, Infowars. Yeah, this from? yeah. Where is this from? Where'd you get this from? What do you mean? What, what what reputable person or website said this? It's a new study. This? I don't from where? Uh, new study. I don't know from, who did the study. From Trump care. University. Where is this from? Here's the deal. The reason it's not because of the blue light is because they're watching porn. That and, that and they're developing that, that causes puberty early. I, I think so. I, that's your study. Is I that, feel like you made it up. <laughs> that's your university. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's why. Pretty sure you're just saying stuff. Uh, apparently, some Greek sheep wandered into a greenhouse, ate 600 pounds of marijuana plants. Do you think that those sheep... Now, would you like to... Lamb chops? Maybe have some lamb chops? Hell yeah. Not with so. some THC in them? I wouldn't mind it. How about lamb chops that get you high? i give it a shot. I'm sure those already exist. That would be, be bad. I'm sure they exist already, but yeah. let's, let's go. Um... I, that wouldn't be. That would be totally sweet. 
Uh, drunk man called 911 and said a bear, bears were attacking him in West Virginia because he wanted a ride. Do you think that you should call the cops and tell them bears are attacking you so that you can get a ride home? Does he get a ride to the station? Is that better than driving drunk? Yes. Should but he, be, there, yes, should he every, be arrested? A, a lot of things are better than for lying drunk. to the cops. I imagine you're wasting their resources. Or should he get an Uber app? He should probably pick a ride sharing app as opposed to telling the cops that a bears are bears are attacking me and wasting their time. I'm gonna go with pick Uber if if there's even Uber in that part of West Virginia. That's a question too. That is another question, yeah. and whether they can get to you or not, or if anybody has teeth in a car. <laughs> you <laughs> went, you went, and it, I I was being trying to subtle with my back with my backhand to them. Okay. You hit them with the hammer. Uh, in Montana squirrels caused three separate power outages in two days in Montana City. Are squirrels the worst people on earth? Well, they're well, they're, they're people. Well, they're not people. So well, that's, they're terrible. So people. no, I'm going to say they're no. Terrible people. I'm going to say no to your question because they're not people. They're uh, they they're they're rats with better PR. I'm surprised they had power in in Montana to be honest for them to knock it out. Right. Well, it's probably just like a little. A little band aid with a <laughs> with a Q tip. What, what oh, it? squirrel! <laughs> Montana. Why is Montana uh, from the 19th century? What, because, why do you think they don't have electricity? Because it is. How about this? A group of friends took over a hotel for hours after no employees were found. Nashville, Tennessee. After a late night of partying, a trio of uh, three guys were unable to check into the rooms at La Quinta. Because there were no employees in sight. Would you take over, go to the kitchen, make yourself something to eat? You know, go find some keys, get to your room? People, well, I don't, I don't know if I could. That sounds like act, squatting at yeah, that point. How am I going to activate the, I'm sure the machine's not that very, very hard to figure out to activate your key. People think the fantasy is being locked in a mall or a grocery store. I think a hotel to yourself and having run of it is, is the dream. Well, one of the guys started taking calls. One of the guys was checking they guests were in. Oh, the other guy was helping serve breakfast. For some reason, I had thought that it was a ba- there was no one. I forgot no, there could be guests there. Now. I forgot there there would be guests there. Well, they're, they're, just help- work- they're just working for free. Yeah, now. that's that's not the dream. If you're working for free, they just <laughs> made themselves interns. Um, mm. So uh, they finally, a manager from another hotel showed up, one of their sister hotels, and said, "What's going?" on? Where did, where, did we have an explanation for where the employees went? Um, they did manage to find one employee, a maid, who didn't know what was going on. Wow. Um, so apparently they apparently they just... I'm, they, I'm saying no, aliens. Yeah. Abduction by aliens for the employees? They, or they just walk off and go, we're not working here anymore. They, 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 probably, they probably could have. Um, a woman is worried that she will upset guests if she hangs boudoir photos in her home. Depends on what she looks like. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's always honestly, the answer. That's the answer. Who's there's, a, there's a sliding scale yeah. there for sure. How, right. upset, how upsetting would what I be? granny had a bunch of boudoir pictures? I'd in- say, what's that? What's the point? I've already seen all of it. What do I care? You tr- you try to, look, I'll lean. You know I'm going to lean in, so why do you keep doing it? Just want to see your answer. <laughs> your I've always answer. got one. Here are your answers. I've seen all that. I You're wasting my time. <laughs> So it all just all just depends. You would not feel uncomfortable if she was if she was good. If I found a woman attractive and what she did for art was hang her boudoir photos, I yeah. wouldn't be bothered yeah. by it. A hundred twenty eight year old man claims he's Adolf Hitler and is trying to sue Call of Duty for making a game about World War Two. Do you think he's Adolf Hitler? 
even if he was, what's his what's his claim? I they, guess he violated like was it like an NIL deal for Hitler? Yeah, I don't I don't know. If he Call, should get paid. I don't know if Call of Duty. I, mean, I guess they mentioned the Fuhrer in the in the in the game. Like but half their games are World War II related. That's, so. It's very yeah. true. Yeah. So, do you think that he should get paid? How do Hitler's you, trying to cash in on NIL, man. How do you prove that you're Adolf Hitler? When, uh, the, when everyone thinks you're dead. Driver's license. That, well, sure. The Adolf Hitler, then. The one Adolf Hitler that we're all thinking about. You can, you can name yourself Listen, Adolf Hitler. Do you think, first of all, how long is the trial going to last? You're 128. Okay. That's true. He's not going to make it. He, that's it. You're wasting your time. Here, and how pal. are you going to spend that money, by the way? Where yeah. are you going to spend what that money? What are you going to do yeah. with it? You're Probably head to Argentina. That's what they, well, well, that's what they, what they all they do. do. Yeah. That's where all the schnitzels that's, went. In fact, that's where Lance is going next. <laughs> that's his next trip. <laughs> after, he gets, after he gets thrown out. After he has to leave Germany for some unknown reason. After some journalist finds him. <laughs> yeah, he's going to run away. And fuck. What did you write about CJ Stroud? He has to run to Germany to yeah. avoid the prosecution. <laughs> I mean, Argentina. What'd you write about DJ Metcalf? Yeah. <laughs> Why has he got it hanging up Why in his locker? He hides in Argentina. He's got to go to Argentina. We're done. Paul Galan is next. Is he Paul Galan and Alyssa? Is that the show? No, that's not the show. That's not the Just show yet. today? No. Right, we'll find out. It'll be next. Josh and Alyssa. Right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Have a great day, everybody. ESPN 97.5.